Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, it's time for our Monday morning discipleship podcast. And uh, we like to come on on Monday and try to give you something to supplement uh, what you may have heard on Sunday. And so we're going to continue in our series uh, that we've been in, Putting On Your Armor. This is week four putting on your armor. And so uh, before we get started on this week, I do want to apologize. I have to make an amendment here because last week I said, uh, as we were going through, uh, we said we're going to go through all of the pieces, if you will, of the equipment uh, that the scripture tells us uh, to put on as we're looking at Ephesians chapter uh, six, verses 10 through 17. We talk about putting on the whole armor of God. And last week at the end of the podcast, I said, we're going to deal with the sword on this week, but the sword is the last piece. And so I do want to apologize this week. We're going to deal with the shield. And so we'll get to the sword. We'll get there eventually, uh, which is uh, the sword, which is the word of God. But this week we're going to deal with the shield and we're going to deal with that shield. And so uh, let me read uh, Ephesians chapter six. Again, we're not going to read it all. Again, our, our basis is Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 17. But let me read uh, the uh, portion of scripture where we'll be focusing on today, which is Ephesians chapter six verse 16 and new King James version says it like this above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. New living translation says it like this. In addition to all these, all these things that we're going to be mentioning in addition to all of these, right? Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. And so this is what we're going to talk from this week. Again, uh, this Ephesians chapter six, verse 16. So let's take a look at this and then we're going to share some companion scripture as we always do. And then we'll move out of the way on today. When we talk about this shield of faith, now I want to make sure that we get uh, clarity and that we get understanding when we talk about this shield of faith. The first thing is, as we've described to you, uh, uh, Paul is writing and he's describing uh, the 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 protections, if you will, of a soldier. Of a Roman soldier and all the things that they wear when they're getting ready to go into battle. And so when we talk about the shield of faith. So let me let me describe this very quickly here. We talk about the shield of faith. We're talking about something. Again, we looked at that breastplate that can cover your vital organs. But this shield was large enough that you could pretty much hide your entire body behind it. I mean, you'd have to stoop down a little bit. I think it was two and a half by four and a half feet. If I, if I remember correctly, when I was studying, I don't have that note in front of me, but uh, it's a large shield. And what happens is if you're under attack, when the fiery darts come, right, you put that shield up. And if you're not too, too big, you can actually stoop down on the ground, if you will, and hide your body behind the shield to protect yourself from the arrows that were coming your way. But even if you weren't able to get your whole body behind it, you can still shield yourself. It's called a shield. You can still shield yourself from the arrows that are coming your way. And so in the text that we see here, above all, New King James Version, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench or stop, if you will, that New Living Translation says you'll stop the fiery arrows of the devil. New King James says you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So you will be able to stop these attacks from the devil. 
if you get behind your shield. And it's so important, again, as we've been talking about this, as we've been going through, how Paul is outlining all of the 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 equipment, if you will. And I've stressed this already in, in, in the previous uh, uh, episodes in this series that we have to put on the whole armor. Again, this Paul is saying you got to put it all on. If you don't put everything on, you're not fully protected. So this is why this is important that we say put on the whole armor of God. Don't put on partial armor. So when we think about the shield, because in everything else that we talked about, right? We talked about the belt, talked about the breastplate, talked about the shoes on last week, right? And I told you all the, the shoes, of the, the gospel of peace, the gospel is hostility to the devil. And that's all right. If we're going to use the word, it's going to be hostile. It ought to be hostile to the devil, not hostile to one another. Right. But anyway, when we get to this shield here, it lets you know, I want you to hear me here, that all of the other protections that we've talked about, the belt, the breastplate and things like that, the shoes and all this other stuff. This is protection and this is equipment. But this shield that protects you from the fiery darts, you got to understand something that darts come from a distance. The devil don't have to get up next to you to cause you trouble. Darts and arrows come from a distance. They attack from long ways, right? And so this is why sometimes we don't see stuff coming. So that's why sometimes we don't see an attack from the enemy coming because it's coming from a distance. It's not always right up next to you. It's not always close to you where you can see it. You can actually do something about it. The fiery darts of the devil. What are the darts of the devil before we go a little bit further into the shield business here? I mean, it's temptation. It's the things that God would have you not to do. These are the fiery darts of the devil. That thing that, that, that you've been delivered from the devil going to keep shooting that arrow at you. Yeah. You may be strong enough to resist that thing. You're trying to be delivered from the devil going to keep shooting them arrows at you, right? Things you thought you didn't even have a problem with. The devil going to keep shooting them arrows at you, right? God, I want you to know something here that, that some of us don't even realize that we have weaknesses until the devil exposes them for us. The devil do something to you. You say, I never knew that I wasn't strong enough to handle this. So these darts that come from the devil, they come from a distance, right? Long ways away. Darts, fiery darts and the fiery darts. Again, it, it, it's fiery. It stings. It, it, it causes you discomfort, right? And so, so we got to understand this, this shield of faith protects us from this. Now, let me go a little bit further here. And we'll talk about the shield of faith. I want to be clear about this as well. This shield of faith is not, this faith is not our doctrine. When Paul talks about the shield of faith, he's not speaking about the Christian doctrine. He's in fact talking about God and his protection. He's in fact talking about the one that can shield us from the devil. We know that, that, that if we resist the devil, he'll flee. We know if we stand on the word, he'll flee. But that protection from the devil is from God. So this shield of faith is speaking of our faith in God, right? And so we have to have this shield. We have to have this protection from the devil and that protection comes from God. I'm often stressing to people. And again, I want to say it again here. I think I talked about it a little bit on last week that uh, you can't take on the devil by yourself. 
I know you got this going on. I know you know some scripture and I know you got your oil and all this other stuff. You can't take them on by yourself. He's stronger than you. You need protection from God when the devil is attacking you. So I want to share some, some companion scripture with you all on today. But again, as we talk about this faith, this shield of faith, that faith that we have in God. That's what, the, that's what the word of God is talking about when he talks about the shield of faith here. So let me look at some, some companion scripture on today. And uh, as, as, we, as we share, and I hope that you all are getting something out of what, we, we, uh, uh, what we're sharing with you on today. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Uh, New King James Version says it like this. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Right. One more time. New Living Translation for every child of God defeats the evil world. And we achieve this victory through our faith. We achieve a victory over the devil through our faith in God. Our belief in God, this shield of faith. This is how you achieve a victory over the devil, not on your own. You have overcome the world, as the Bible says here, through your faith in God. Many times people are often trying to defeat this or defeat that or overcome this or overcome that. And sometimes, again, as I, and I keep mentioning here, we, we learn a few Bible verses and we've been in church for 25 and 30, 40 years. And we we know this. And we know the ins and outs and girl, I know. And, and guy and man, I know I understand and all this other stuff. But sometimes we get so full of ourselves that we forget to take God with us. We forget to keep God at the forefront. We forget that when certain things are coming our way, we have to get behind the shield and stand behind God and say, I need you to protect me. You don't graduate in this thing. Yeah, this, this is one of the things that I would always stress to people uh, when I was trying to get them to come to Bible class. I mean, I've had people in the church say this to me, you know, hey, we, you know, uh, we want you to come out to Bible class. I already know all of that. I said, Wow. You know, now <laughs> I remind them of something that, that, that my pastor often says. He says, listen, if you know everything, why don't you come and teach us? And I've heard other pastors say that as well. Listen, if you if you know it well enough to where you don't even have to come to Bible class, you need to come and help us. We would love to sit up under your teaching. You don't graduate from this thing. And sometimes we get so full of ourselves, we get uh, uh, so full of our, our, own, uh, uh, our own selves and think, thinking highly of our own abilities that we forget to take God. Right. And, 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 and this, like, like I said, let, let me actually, let, as I'm sitting here looking at this, let me read verse five. Uh, I was in first John chapter four, uh, chapter five, rather verse four, first John chapter five, verse four. Let me read verse five for you. New Living Translation says, and who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. This faith that we have. I'm believing in Jesus. I'm believing in God and I believe that he can protect me. Right. So through that faith, y'all, who is he? New King James Version. First John chapter five, verse five. Who is he uh, who overcomes the world? but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God, right? And so uh, I'm going to move on to another verse here, but I, but I want you to get this shield of faith business here. You got to have something to protect you from the fiery darts 
of the devil, that being of the world. When the, when the scripture talks about us overcoming the world, you're overcoming because the devil is, you know, he, the, the world is, 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 is what he's running right now for a limited time only as we, as we like to say, because when you, when God comes back, he's going to settle all this business. When we talk about overcoming the world, overcoming the edicts of the world, the worldly systems and the worldly behaviors, right? Let me move on to another uh, pastor scripture before we get out of here on today. Proverbs, Proverbs uh, chapter 30. I want to share this with you uh, very quickly. And then we're going to go to one more uh, piece of scripture on today. And then we'll be out of here on today uh, as we talk about this shield of faith business here. Proverbs chapter 30, verses five and six. New King James Version says it like this. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield for those who put their trust in him. And then verse six says, do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. What does the New Living Translation say? Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection. Do not add to his words or he may rebuke you and expose you as a liar. Now, again, New Living Translation says that his word is true and he is a shield to all those who come to him for protection. New King James Version, it says he is a shield to those who put their trust in him. So again, the shield of faith, my faith in God, I trust God to protect me. I believe what he said. Every word is pure. Every word of God proves true, right? I believe what he says in his word when he says, I'll never leave you. I won't forsake you. I got you. I'm going to cover you. I'm going to keep you. So every word that he says is true. And therefore, when I go to him for protection, because he said in his word that he will protect me, he will be a shield for me. He will protect me. Right. And I'm going to deal with that. Don't add anything to his words in just a second here. But again, as I just said, Stop going into battle without God. Stop going into battle when you have not prayed to God about the battle, because some of the battles we want to fight. God is saying, I, I don't want you in this battle. I said I would fight your battles. And sometimes we, we want to go and attack people when God says, if you just stand still. I'll take care of your enemies for you. Oh, it, it's tempting to want to fire back at people. If you just stand still, I'll protect you. So here he says, look, he is a shield to those who trust him. A shield. So this shield of faith, I've got faith in God. I believe that he's going to protect me. Why? Because again, if I move back up, Proverbs chapter 30, verse five, that first line, New Living Translation, every word of God proves true. God has told us over and over and over again that he will protect us, that he will keep us, that he will guard us. God has told us over and over and over again. He will do that. Every word he says proves true. Therefore, let him be your shield. Put your faith in God. Now, let me deal with this very quickly because I this, this is a little side note, if you will. Uh, but it also ties into what we talk about here. We talk about this shield of faith. Do not add to his words. New Living Translation, Proverbs chapter 30, verse six. Do not add to his words or he may rebuke you and expose you as a liar. Now here again, y'all, we talk about this armor of God. Putting on the whole armor, putting everything on, getting dressed from head to toe, putting on the armor of God. 
we have to know again as we go, we're going to head down as we get to that sword in a couple of weeks we get to that sword uh because we got to go through the helmet of salvation when we get to that sword we're going to talk about this but you've got to know what you're talking about this again is why you need to go to bible class so that you can understand the scripture and again you don't add anything to the scripture again you'll wind up being exposed don't add anything to the word of God. You don't need to do that. Every word of God is pure. Just tell them what God said. It only becomes impure when you start adding your thing to it. Even as I share with you all, when I paraphrase, I tell you I'm paraphrasing. So you can get it because I, I try to present this thing in plain old English so we can understand it. But ain't no sense in me manipulating the word. You don't have to change God's word. You don't have to edit God's word and say, well, you know, let me add a little bit on to that. God, you don't need to do any of that. God's word is enough by itself. I, I, I'll explain it like this. You know, one of the things I, I remember saying, saying uh, to my wife, you know, we sit up and watch some religious programming. Um, you know, they did that series uh, that time, the Bible. And I thought it was entertaining, you know, and we, you know, those of us who are old enough and, and even the young people probably see it nowadays, you know, that, Right around Easter, they're going to show the Ten Commandments, you know, and uh, we know that Hollywood takes license every time they do a movie based on uh, biblical. Uh, I don't like to use characters. I, I want to use the people of the Bible. We like I don't like the word character. It almost suggests that it's not real. Um, but people from the Bible, they'll do do movies about people from the Bible. They did a movie about Noah once before, and they and they always take a license with it. They take creative license with it, and they add some stuff to it and try to make it a little more deep and a little more, you know, Hollywood, if you will. And I've always said this to my wife, and I said, listen, I said, if you read the Bible, I said, to me anyway, I said, maybe it's not to the world, but to me, I said, the Bible, the Bible is powerful enough on its own. I don't understand why they be adding stuff to the story. I'm like, listen, just tell the story. It's to me, to me, it's powerful enough on its own. You ain't got to add nothing to it. Hey, you know, sometimes I'll be sitting up and watching these shows. And, uh, you know, we did that Bible series. And I'll say this very quickly. Uh, I was watching with my Bible on my lap. And me and my wife would record it. And we would pause and, and she would say, is that there? And I'd say, well, that's there. Okay, but that part's not there. They made that part up. They, add that, they, they added that for dramatic effect. But here, the, the word of God says, don't add anything to, 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 to what God said. Just stand on his word. Or he may rebuke you and expose you as a liar. We talk about this whole armor of God. Sometimes we get exposed because we saying some stuff that God didn't say. Just put on what I told you to put on. Don't tell people that I said something that I didn't say. It's important, y'all, that we don't put words in God's mouth. God says he's going to send these people to hell. Yeah, yeah, where is that in your Bible? Right. So, again, it, 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 and I'm just using that as an example, because sometimes we'll tell a group of people that God said he's going to send them to hell. And I'm saying, well. Why, why did God just say that about these people, but not everybody else? Show people in the Bible what you're talking about. So I just want to make sure that I made that statement here. Don't add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. So this shield of faith business. Now, now again, let me go back. I, I want to look at one more uh, piece of scripture, but let me, let me share this with you again as we talk about the shield of faith. And I want to make sure that we understand that this faith is not the doctrine. It's not 
uh, what we believe in general. This faith is really about faith in God. As we looked at that scripture, just trusting in God, I believe that God is who he says he is. Hebrews 11 and 6. New King James Version. But without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. New Living Translation, rather. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone uh, who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Now, that ties in to say, listen, I have to believe in God. This shield of faith won't work if I don't have faith in God. I have to believe in God. I have to believe that when the devil is shooting his arrows at me, that I can hide behind God and he will protect me. And again, I want to stress this one more time before we get out of here on today. Many of us have scars from the devil because we tried to fight him without God. Many of us have war scars and things that happened to us and the ways that the devil has clipped us and nicked us and got a piece of us because we tried to fight him without God. And I'm saying this to you all on today. If you're going to go to war with the devil, you better get behind God. And I'm telling you, if you get behind God, you are guaranteed a victory. Many of people are struggling with demons and struggling with this and struggling with that and can't be delivered from this and can't get over that and so on and so forth because they won't stand behind God. I don't know why this keep happening to me. You won't stand behind God. I don't know why I keep struggling with this. You won't stand behind your shield. He is a protector. I don't know why the devil keep getting at me. Are you standing behind God? Are you behind your shield? If you're out in the open and you're exposed, then yes, he's going to get after you. And I'm not speaking about uh, him getting after people, for example, uh, from, from the standpoint of uh, people who ain't really trying to be delivered. I don't know why the devil bothered me. Well, the devil ain't really bothering you. The devil is with you. I wish I had time to go into that. right now. <laughs> Sometimes he ain't bothering you. He's just with you. He's bothering you when you're trying to go in another direction. But when you when y'all just together, he ain't bothering you. Y'all just together. And you have to decide, I don't want to be here no more. I won't be with you no more. But here's the thing, y'all, as we wrap this up on today, I'm a little bit over, but I'm going to stop right here. Here's the thing. Again, you need this shield. And your shield is your faith in God. My faith, the shield of faith, my faith in God, my belief that God is a protector. And when the devil shoots his arrows behind me, even the parts of me that that are exposed for a moment, I can just stoop down and get behind my shield. And catch these arrows, the temptation, the sin or whatever the devil tries to do to pull me away from God. I can just simply hide behind my shield. I can just hide behind it and say, protect me. And God will, in fact protect you the devil ain't coming soft he ain't coming with things uh, uh that won't overtake you this is why you have to get behind god this is why it's so important that you have your shield of faith i'm gonna stop right there that's all the time that we got this week 
Um, next week, we're going to talk about that helmet of salvation. Again, I apologize. I know I said last week we'd get to the, the sword on this week, but that's out of order. I want to make sure I go in order. And so the, the, the sword is the last piece. So next week, we're going to talk about the helmet of salvation, putting on the helmet of salvation. And as you see, we're getting dressed from head to toe, and we even got a shield, and we got a sword that's coming up. And so I hope that you all have been blessed by what we've been sharing. That's all the time that we've got uh, for this week. Let me give you my tag, as we always do, if you'd like to keep up with us. Best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. Uh, we also encourage you to go to our publishing website, purchase any of our written works, publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. Uh, stop by there, pick up one of our published works. We'll ship that right out to you. We believe you'll be blessed by what you find there. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you have not done so already, we encourage you on whatever platform you're listening, hit that subscribe button, subscribe to this podcast. We want you to be a part of what we're doing over here on the Purpose and Beyond podcast. We got some, I keep promising, and I'm working on some things. We got some more things coming up, but we want you to be a part of it. So hit the subscribe button. And if it's been a blessing to you, tell somebody about it, share it on your social media feed just tell somebody that you are you are part of the purpose and beyond podcast and you're being blessed and we hope you're being blessed um, and, and invite somebody to share uh, with you and with us and we would definitely appreciate that uh, if you would like to support this ministry you can do so via paypal at paypal.me forward slash krj ministries one more time paypal.me forward slash krj ministries or you can go to the ministry's website and donate there uh, krjministries.org forward slash donate. Go to the donate page and you can donate there. Any level of support that you give would definitely, definitely be appreciated. And uh, we would we would thank you for it. And we're going to thank you for it now. Uh, any level of support that you give us will be appreciated. And so uh, check us out at the donate page if you so desire to do so. That's all the time that we've got for the Purpose and Beyond podcast on this Monday morning for our Monday morning discipleship as we've been talking about putting on your armor Next week, we're going to talk about that helmet of salvation. So we hope that you will join us. God bless you and God keep you as my prayer. As always, we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.